the college football experience, Big Ten and SEC conference preview episodes on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This is Randy Cross. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. SEC, SEC, SEC. Big 10 <laughs> conference previews. If you're wondering who the hell this idiot is, my name is Colby Swiggin' Dantabase Dent, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink and um, I don't have stress and I'm healthy. <laughs> I feel like Kobe's got like a movie or two worth of uh, Watch out. Clips don't there. find me more clips. We'll have a fucking, I'll just be hitting buttons for 10 minutes on the introduction. <laughs> Oh man, this is the last two previews we do conference wise. Uh, next week, folks, it's our locks episode, our our win total locks episode, and week zero picks. Yowzas! Stay tuned. We only hit at, uh, I think, if you round it up, it would be seventy two percent. I believe it was seventy one point five percent last it? year. Yeah, yeah, that is absolute fire. Uh, that is better than any college football podcast I've I've listened to. All right. Just gonna throw throw the, the the BDE in the air. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, oh wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, yes. Give me those tunes, baby. I'm hitting buttons. Days of Thunder is appropriate for the SEC. I it mean, is. If you watch the first two minutes of Days of Thunder, it's very SEC. Except for the fact he's from California. Yeah. Eagle Rock, right? Eagle here. Rock, right fucking here, yeah. right? Literally. Well, they recruit a bunch of California quarterbacks. That's true. That, we are not only quarterbacks, a lot of California players. Colby. Brock Bowers, the Georgia star tight end, is a is a Colorado guy. Eli Eli Ricks, the, the best corner on Bama, perhaps. California guy. That's uh, true. Do you know uh Cole Trickle is based on Colby Dant? It yeah. Yeah. Out <laughs> of Eagle Rock, he's a hot shot uh, college football there you specialist. Go, man, right? He goes down to the south. That's what's gonna happen. That's You're gonna, gonna Rubin's racing, man. Rubin is racing. Right? Uh I am joined by third man in the booth. I gotta I'm I'm gonna ditch the Sunbelt introduction. The DFS God. Remember, come play DFS with us every single week of the college football season. Uh give it up for the rooftop IPA. Drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lack a given. Former, former Hernan Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. There we go. What's going on, guys? I'll just, I'll just get you. 
Yes! Dialed in. Football is coming. Yes, football is coming. We can't fucking wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm sick of previews. I'm sick of previews. Kick the fucking ball off today. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I got Very excited. Nice. I got nice. excited. Um, uh, record that. Put that one on the track. That that dude, Weird Al Yankovic. We looked this up the other day. Made twenty five million dollars in his career. All right, That's I can do right. this. Colby's Put me in the game, future. coach. Put me in the game. Uh, let's let's. Well, I guess before we get into it, I guess there's some news to talk about. More news. I mean, we, we recorded last night. Something happened in the last 24 hours. I mean, injuries are just happening. We did so many injuries. Patty C's had a disadvantage with all those injuries. I, I, I briefed him this morning, uh, but we did have a little NIL deal. Shout out to Dakota's Crawford. <laughs> I'm so glad we called SOS. RAC is the coldest. I'm always the coldest. SOS. Hey, this is Dakota Scrawford, wide receiver from Louisiana, now playing in Lincoln. When your AC isn't Dakota's, you call SOS heating and cooling. Their takes don't make commissions, so they give you an honest opinion, fair pricing, and longer warranties than a competition guaranteed. Take it from Dakota's. We'll keep you cool this summer. Who says NIL's a bad thing? That is fire. That should be required. God bless America. Yes. Regardless of whether you actually do anything for your NIL deal or not, NIL deal, you should be required to make one of those commercials. That is just fantastic. Absolutely. There's going to be some bad acting in, (laughs) you know, college kids doing commercials. Uh, I can't wait for the humor that comes out of that. I mean, how are you not taking Nebraska now knowing that he's on that team doing that commercial? You lay in the, you lay in the hard not to, what is it? Not to, what is it? 12? Is it 12? I think it's, I think that line is what? 12 and a half. Last I saw today. Yeah. Um, Folks next week, we, we, we're previewing games next week. We're here. So we got to get through this and then a few other teams. If we're still going 131 teams, solo episode for every single team in the land, we should be done by early next week. How many you got left? Uh, well, I, there's some that I have recorded that aren't out yet, but there's some, so uh, that to record, I think it's down to like, I think it's down to like 11. We got the W's you got Washington schools, Wyoming, West Virginia. West take, Virginia, take me home. West, All right. Western Michigan, the Virginias. Yes. Yeah. I got the Virginias, even Youngstown though state. Yeah. I, I wish maybe <laughs> I will do. Should I throw in a, should I throw in a Valdosta folks? Uh, look, I'm very excited to talk. We're going to go big 10 first, big 10 first, because uh, they have uh, not been as good as the sec lately, but they do have a better TV deal. It seems like um, anyway. Oh, that's some news. Apparently. What's that? Uh, upon my request, Gavin Newsom has uh, convinced the board of regents. <laughs> Patty of the C wrote of- his governor, and his governor answered and said, "Hey, I'm going to try to stop UCLA from going into the Big Ten." And apparently, today was the first hearing, I think, and it took one step in that direction. But I, I, I'm still, <laughs> I'm still not believing that UCLA is not going to the Big Ten. They're going to the Big Ten, I think. But if you are, if you're hoping and praying. It took a step in the right direction today. All right. Uh, what else? Uh, we had the the Calipari Stoops battle. Do we want to uh, do we want to talk about that? Calipari saying, "Hey, this is a basketball school." My uh, and Stoops and even the the athletic directors blaming the media, even though both coaches are going at it. Stoops apparently has said a few times. Uh, you know, last time I checked, uh, you know, the SEC football pays the bills. 
Um, what do you guys make of this thing? A lot of fun. All I heard Stoops say was that I know to stay in my own lane. Did did he elaborate or I say think he tweeted? I think he tweeted. Yeah, I think he said I'm uh, staying in my lane. But apparently he hasn't picked up the phone. Calipari tried to call him. Playing hard to get. Patty C knows that all too well. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> all the football fans chase yeah. me around for opinions. You know, I just <laughs> you gotta play gotta hard beat to the get. Brawls off you. That's right. Something <laughs> like that. Something like that. Uh, I, it was a it was a ridiculous comment by Calipari. Even if it's completely true, there's just no reason for it. I, I don't understand the reason to basically throw your football program under the bus. Yeah. Yeah. What was the context yeah. of that? Um, I think it was because. Uh, uh, Kentucky got their, their practice facilities recently and not, uh, and the, the, the football program did the basketball program didn't something to that effect. I saw something else where Calipari recently was talking about how he would never go to play at Washington or at, at Gonzaga. Yeah. yeah. He's playing in Spokane, but not in the kennel. Uh, he said it's 6,000 uh, seat stadium. I went back through Kentucky's history and they haven't done that since like, I don't know, since fucking like Pat Riley or something. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, just, just thumbing his nose, like just being the biggest douchebag blue blood so, he could possibly well, be. Some of the, the Kentucky players getting into it on Twitter was fun calling him out saying, Hey, we won 10 games. We didn't lose to St. Peter's or a team on the equivalent of St. Peter's. In yeah, so you mean some of the Gonzaga players? No, no, no. Some, some of the, the Kentucky, Kentucky football, football players. players were coming oh. at, were coming at Calipari. <laughs> And uh, but I, I I will say this, Kentucky, watch what you say because you only beat Chattanooga by five last year. <laughs> all right, so and and what has Kentucky football really won? Well, yeah. the Governor's there. Cup, the Governor's <laughs> Cup. <laughs> That's all that really matters, right? You win the Governor Cup. I mean, that's I a, about as much as uh, I mean, the, uh, K- Kentucky in basketball hasn't been guaranteed that. Calipari's only got one championship, one national championship at. Uh, at Kentucky should, I mean, but it's still, he's still he might kinda, be getting a little uh, self-conscious there. You know, <laughs> like his peak might've been like six, seven years ago. Well, he started doing the one and done and that, that kind of, that used to work really well. Now, now I don't think it works as well, but Agreed. we will see. We will. He's adapting. He's changing, but this is a football episode. <laughs> uh, guys, let's get into this because big 10 odds to win the, uh, the big 10 East. I'm gonna start there. Ohio State minus three twenty. Why would anybody bet that? <laughs> uh, Michigan plus four hundred. Penn State plus nine fifty. Uh, Michigan State plus eighteen hundred. Maryland eight hundred to one. No, eighty to one. I'm sorry. Uh, Indiana. Uh, what a hundred? Uh, 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 what's that? Uh, hundred twenty to one. Any chance the Hoosiers uh, repeat their uh, magical COVID season? No. And, and uh, then you got uh, Rutgers 500 to one. Come on, Scarlet Knights. What are we doing here folks? And uh, curious your thoughts on, on, I mean, you have to play Michigan or Penn state, right? Or Michigan state maybe, but uh, the fact Penn state hosts Ohio state, if they win that game, they would have a tiebreaker. So even if Penn state loses at Michigan, plus their values more than double that of Michigan's yeah. On the payout. You got to take Penn State, right? I feel like they, that's probably have a tiebreaker if they win the rest of the games. You know, yeah. I don't trust Penn State to do I that. I don't trust it either. I would say Michigan's actually the play because I think Michigan's going to be right there and it really just comes down to that game. Even if Michigan drops one in the regular season, they'll still be in position to win the uh 
division and then the probably the conference if they can just go into uh, Columbus and get that W. We were bagging on UCLA on the Pac-12 episode for their scheduling. Michigan's schedule is absolute dog shit. They should be ashamed of themselves. They very much should. And I believe they canceled. I think it was. You know, it's funny. I I I'd have to to double check this, but I thought they canceled a UCLA matchup. So you, UC- I know a while back they canceled was an Arkansas. Arkansas matchup? Yeah, yeah, I think they they canceled a couple, but they're at a conference schedule: Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn. All at home, all new coaches, all the first three weeks of the season. That is fucking. I yeah. know they couldn't control the coach. All thing, losing, but group still, of five teams. That is fucking pathetic. That is a pathetic out of conference schedule. Yeah, and that is why maybe you bet them. <laughs> I <laughs> to, mean, to hit the over. The fact that also they get Penn State and Michigan State at home. Yeah, and uh, they what? have one road trip to no Iowa. Back to back away. Oh no, they do. They do at Iowa at Indiana. But dude, uh, they're going to be in position on the last game of the season. They won it last year. And what team, you know, went to the college football playoffs that also returned nine starters on offense. Yeah, it's true. The defense took a big hit and the defense was the better of the two units a season ago. I still think it's Ohio state, so I'm not going to touch this, but if you're going to make a bet, Ohio state, the odds are just, you just can't lay minus three twenty. So if you're gonna make a bet, I think definitely it's Michigan. Yeah, I mean, I think it's either Michigan or Penn State, and um, uh, let's hop into these win totals here. Uh, Rutgers is at four and a half, Indiana at four. That's even more hilarious. Rutgers has a higher win total, but yet the worst odds. Uh, and uh, Indiana at four, Maryland at six, Maryland State at se- or Maryland State, Michigan State, Maryland State <laughs> might might as well be right if if uh, uh, you know. Uh, anyway, Michigan State seven and a half. Penn State eight and a half, Michigan nine and a half, Ohio State ten and a half. Can we start Maryland State? We should. Where would Maryland State be? Baltimore. <laughs> that, that would just take over Frostburg State. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Frostburg State. I've been to a Frostburg State football game. All right, representing got, some D three college football. I think I went on a recruiting visit to like Eastern Maryland or something. It wasn't Frostburg, but Eastern Maryland could be Maryland State. I saw them play at John Hopkins. Football field. Who did? Uh, yeah. Frostburg versus yeah. Johns Hopkins. Yeah, amazing. I I always get confused. Is Frostburg towards the mountains or towards the coast? No, Frostburg's right. It's not far from like Deep Creek Lake, Maryland. It's towards the mountains. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. By Cumberland, so Maryland. Yeah. Maybe Maryland Eastern Shore is what I was thinking. Is is definitely obviously you know towards the water. And I, and I read something that they might be trying to start a football program. Let's go. go. Um. Uh. What's the most Obvious win total you like there. I mean, let's talk about the race. I think it's a three-team race. I don't. I, I don't think Michigan State's there. Luckiest team in college football last year. Them in Northern Illinois. So I think it's a three-team race between Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State. I think it's just. I mean, I have to agree with you, but I think it's it's silly to write Michigan State off completely after an eleven and two season. You can chalk a lot of it up to luck. You can say, "Hey, statistics typically." Well, and also schedule. They 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 drew from the West, some of the worst teams in the West last year. Yeah, this year they have Minnesota and who? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. so that's a little it, tough. Look, um, we saw it in. They in get the them both year. at home, though. That's weird. True. Well, they, they play three teams. From yeah, the West, who's the right? third? The Illinois. Third is Illinois. Yeah, on the road. It's kind of actually a favorable from a home. It's not bad situation. Yeah. But Illinois had their number lately. I know that goes pre-Tucker era, but uh, I, well, I think I, the question is: Is Sparty the the Indiana of 2020? 
you know, they went. I don't six, think they're that in, bad. I agree. I agree. But they, in the end, it went six and one in the COVID year, only to follow that up with a two and 10 year. They do have a lot of similarities because if you look, and this is kind of what I mean, and I know Patty C on, a, on some of our previews or whatever, we've argued about this, but Indiana that season, the COVID year, they were outgained in like almost every game and won. And that's what I mean is it's an, it's an anomaly when you're that I'm not talking about five yards outgained. All right. I'm talking about a gigantic advantage outgained, you know? And to me that, that normally tells the tale of how lucky one team was Northern Illinois is another one. Uh, and to me, uh, that's why I'm, I'm riding the under on Michigan state. And you might, you might see me have it next week when we, uh, when we preview Ooh, these teams, that confident. So, I thought it was interesting to see their team total only at seven and a half. And I think the chalky play would be to take the over because I, I think most people are going to look at returning starters. You know, nine back on defense. That's a lot. Uh, they won. What, what was the record last year? Ten and two or something? Eleven, 11 and two. two. Eleven and two. Okay, yeah. So I think a lot of people see that seven and a half. They're going to smash the over. Not so fast. I think Vegas knows that, and I think you know they're they're expecting a worse year as well. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'm on the under. Also, I don't feel great about it though. I don't see how you can feel that confident. I mean, I just, getting I, to eight wins is not that crazy. Obviously, true. Sparty can do it. True, but I just think when you follow those stats from year to year, first off, and they had 130th ranked pass defense. Uh, to me, if you follow that they can't be that lucky the next year. It's just, you know, it's impossible to be that lucky from year to year. And I think the big game is week three at Washington. I think they, they beat Western Michigan and Akron weeks one and two. If they can start, if they can go three, and zero out of conference, I think they could definitely hit eight wins, especially, you know, they have Indiana Rutgers and Maryland in the East. That's basically three wins right there. I don't know. I think Maryland might be able to play with them this year, man. I think Maryland might be able to play with them this year. If you have the 130th pass defense, Maryland's got some really good fucking wide receivers and a quarterback that can sling the rock. Well, last year, what was it? They got, I don't know. Did they get worked by last year? (laughs) Michigan state won 40 to 21. Okay. That that was in East Lansing. They got to go to college park this year. We know Loxley against good teams. Maryland doesn't show up. I'm actually on the over Maryland with, with Maryland too this year. Me too. I think that I think the talent <laughs> levels there. Yeah. And I think, I think the schedule's there, but I would still favor Sparty to win that game. What was the count last year? 41 to 40 to 20 to 21. Come on guys. This is a team. I mean, granted they've been um, not that great for the last five seasons prior to last year, but it was year one. It was the end of the D'Antonio era beginning of this. So it was that transition period. And now they're back on track to where they were 10 wins. I would say it's probably about right. I think Vegas probably has it about right between seven and eight wins is what we should expect. I just went from the under and jumped up to the over the luck thing does stand out. The terrible pass defense. Dude, they thing got does stand outgained up. by Indiana by over a hundred yards last year. Indiana won two games. This is my point is like found a way to win. I just think when a team does that, maybe even when they're not that great, it's because they have talent. We all know that we see blue bloods, not that Michigan state's a blue blood, but they're definitely a layer, a a level above a lot of the big 10. And when teams have to uh, turn on, step on the gas, they do it when it counts. And that's what they did all last year. Doesn't the line smell to you, Patty? Doesn't the, the, the seven and a half smell to you? Exactly. But Pat just made this argument pr- pr- before we hit record 
uh, why is Nebraska's win total at seven and a half? Because they realized that Nebraska outgained everybody they played last year. They just lost all these close games. Vegas pays attention to all that shit. Well, Vegas can bite me because uh, a win is a win, right? And you can project and you can use all these fancy numbers you want, but jumping Nebraska from three to eight wins in order to hit the over. That's asking a lot. Sure. I mean, look, you, you they've could done be a right hundred times where they've lost close games. That's what Nebraska does. And Michigan state under Mel Tucker might be the same team that they were under uh, D'Antonio, except the defensive part. But as far as running the ball <laughs> and you know, winning close games that way, maybe that's their identity. Perhaps, perhaps, but I, I'm going to go ahead and play the Indiana angle. And, and it's not only Indiana. I feel like I've done this with a few teams uh, where, where to me, and I hit on these last year, I believe uh, some of my locks were picking a, finding those teams. I think NC state could be another one where I think the under is, is the, the play everyone's on the over and you look at last year and you say that schedule lined up perfectly for them yeah. to go like that. So uh, anyway, Michigan state, can they make a run for the, for, for the big 10 East championship? No, I think you're crazy to say they can't. I think you're crazy no. to 130th say they can't. pass defense. And what was Ohio state? I don't know. Like 110. I don't, I don't think it was that bad. They was were 99th yeah. like uh, or something. Ohio state. I think they're just so much, so far more explosive on offense. They also get a bunch of guys coming back on defense. And I think that new coordinator is going to do some things there. I expect the Buckeyes to be better defensively this year. I mean, they were pretty bad last year. It's not, it, you know, it's not gonna take a lot to be better. But as long as they can be like, you know, middle of the conference with that offense, man, ain't nobody stopping the Buckeyes this year. They're going to win this conference. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're uh, probably going to play Alabama. Not in the, uh, so fast. I, I, not so fast. Patty C has actually, con- Patty C has convinced me some on this. Yeah, and, okay. You know, and Phil Steele too, about Michigan's offensive line perhaps being the best in all of college football. That, and then I keep hearing Harbaugh saying, Michigan has never had a trio of receivers like this. I guess uh, Bell being back, who was named pr- team MVP, and then uh, a couple of newcomers coming in. Uh, they had so many All that, back at tight end. Yeah, they, he says this is by far. He goes ever. He's not talking about in the Harbaugh the Harbaugh era. He's talking about ever at Michigan. Uh, mm. And then when you add in the, the fact that the quarterback play, they have two capable guys. So if one goes down, you got that. But uh, it, it, they got they got to be better this year at passing the ball. You would think another year, you know, uh, with the games in Columbus this year. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Uh, I'm not saying that they're definitely going to beat Ohio State, but I will say this: I kind of am bullish on Michigan to to have a pretty damn good year because of and, those things. Sure, I'm on the over too. That's one of my one of my favorite plays is Michigan with the over because Ohio State's over. Was it like minus two fifty or minus three hundred? It's something crazy. So you you really. C- can't bet that the Michigan over nine and a half last time I saw it minus one twenty five. I definitely like that. I do think Michigan's right there. I think it comes down to that last game and you know, against Ohio state and that really awful pass defense last year, Michigan McNamara only threw for a buck 60. Now granted it, there was some, some weather in that game, which maybe limited the passing, but I think this game in Columbus, I think that's your, your uh, difference maker. Ohio State beats him this year. Uh, look, I, I took Ohio State to win that game, but I, I'll say this: like a month or two months ago, I thought Ohio State's going to wax them. I, I, I actually, that. I actually think Michigan might have a formula to fuck with them if their if their offensive line's that dominant, keeping the ball on the ground, limiting the time C.J. Stroud can get the ball. 
Um, I I could totally see this game being, you know, 21 or 28, 28 in the fourth quarter. Uh, And, and, but I've taken Ohio state. It's in Columbus. I know it's personal. I know day has been pissed about it, but I do think that that's closer than what the, the, the odds are saying. I think it's well, much, yeah. So, yeah. so you guys agree with Michigan and the over? I think that's a slam dunk, especially with that yeah. weak ass out of conference schedule. I think it's my favorite play in the Big Ten East. My only thing is, I feel like I feel like I've seen a lot of people say this, <laughs> so it is a little so chalky for me. I think it's basically is it a four game season? Yeah, at Iowa, at Ohio State, home to Michigan State, home to Penn State. Is there anybody else home to Nebraska? Nebraska, maybe. Yeah, Nebraska should have yeah. beat them last year. But you tell me. Yeah. I mean, if they go. Three and two in those games, they hit the over. Yeah, they'll go at least three and two in those games. Yeah, I agree. I so agree. I think this is a c- pretty clear cut and dry overplay. I'm all over the Wolverines. Yeah, yeah, that's my. That's fit. a lock. That's a lock next week. Early, uh, a little preview there for you guys. Okay, now, now, who who could surprise? Could could Shano? He got him bowling last year, even though he only won five games. Shano's like, God bless COVID. All right. <laughs> Uh, any chance Rutgers or Indiana go bowling? I w- I would love to say Rutgers yes, but originally when I saw that number at four and a half, I was like, oh yeah, I- I'm on the over. Then when I was looking into the schedule, I don't know if I see it, man. Oh, yeah, I'm on the under I, from I, from the Big Ten West. They get Iowa, Nebraska, and Minnesota. Mm. I think week one at Boston College. With a healthy uh, Jerkovic, I think they lose that game. I don't see. I mean, yeah, they beat Wagner and Temple, but their conference schedule is brutal. You know what they need? They need the uh, the divisions to break up today. Yes. And and yes. there's Chiano's going to make it work if that breaks up. More Illinois, less Ohio State. Yes, Please. yes. <laughs> uh, Indiana uh, is Tom Allen. Do you think he needs to win this year? Or or did did the COVID year buy him a couple more years? When you say win, what does like he make mean? a bowl? He needs to go bowling. Jimmy Chong a bowl. Nah, he's safe. This is Indiana. If okay. he gets close, if he gets to four or five wins, if he gets to five wins, he's safe. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's it sounds crazy because Big Ten and SEC are the two powerhouse conferences, and you find a lot of the rate the conference race is kind of boring. <laughs> You know I, what I mean? mean? Do, like, yeah. Well, hold on. Go back to Indiana one second. I mean, do you see him getting to five wins? Are you on the over? I with took Indiana? the under. I took the under. I took the same under. here. Yeah. I, I think. The under. I mean, a big game week one is is home versus Fighting Illini. That's a winnable game. Both teams awesome are sitting game. around yeah, a four four and a half team total. Uh, the loser of that game, I think you're feeling really good with a, an underplay. I do think Indiana probably beats Idaho and Western and Western Kentucky. And they only beat uh, Western Kentucky by two last year. Granted, yeah. it's not going to be the same Western Kentucky yeah, team. Zappies but, yeah, Zappies on the Patriots. And I think and, that was yeah. at Western Kentucky last year. They get them home this year. Still, that's one that on a on a schedule where you're going, you're hitting the over. Those need to be like you know your yeah. your foots on Guaranteed the gas. Guaranteed win, and you're bashing those teams. And also, the Indiana Rutgers game is huge. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's at Rutgers this year. You might want to lean Scarlet Knights there, so I, I actually think under four is is a pretty solid play on the Hoosiers too. All right, I'm going to make a case. I'm on the under two, but uh, I'm going to make a case for Penn State winning the Big Ten East. Let's hear it. If they beat Ohio State at home, right? Their road trips aren't brutal. The biggest game of the season, I think, for Penn State, besides the Ohio State game, 
is week one, Thursday night, while the backyard brawl is going on, Penn State is playing at Purdue. Um, if they win that game, the road schedule at Michigan, but they can lose that one at Indiana and at Rutgers. That's true. Sean Clifford's first time with the with the same offensive coordinator for so he's had four offensive coordinators in four years. This is the first time he's going to have the, uh, the same offensive coordinator two years in a row. Uh, Penn State, I'm telling you, plus nine fifty. Why not? Because we saw this a few years ago. What was that sixteen or seventeen when they when they went to the Big Ten championship? Should have been in the playoff. Got robbed. Yeah, and right. uh, they they losses. played the Big Ten championship. And they beat Ohio State in Happy Valley. This could happen still. It still could happen. Uh, it's I, actually not that big of a stretch with Clifford there for what the fifth fifth year now is. What year is he? Yeah, fifth year senior. Fifth yeah. year senior. I don't know, guys. I don't see it. I'm actually. I think I, was I the only one on the under eight and a half. I don't see Penn State winning two more games than last year. I'm not. I've never been sold on Sean Clifford, and I, I, I'm kind of high on the Boilermakers. I think Purdue might win that game week. I one. think so too, but I think it's kind of a fifty-fifty game. My point is, of is course, that if they course. get past that, they don't need to win the Auburn game. That's right, irrelevant. Yeah. And then their road schedule, even they, get, they even get a bye week before the Michigan game. So their schedule is kind of nice the way it sets up. Uh, even if they lose to Michigan. They could get in on a potential three-way tie. No back-to-back away. Yeah, is it possible? Sure. I'm not seeing it though. I feel like Franklin's best when no one's looking at them. When they're True. projected top ten, I feel like that's when they're barely beating App State in overtime yeah. in week one. Uh, hey guys, Joe Hackney's in the chat. No, uh, Joe. To answer any of your questions on my journey up to the Commonwealth of Virginia to place bets, I did place a wager on the Michigan over. Uh, is that the only one I did in the East? I think so. Might've had a couple in the West too, but in the East, I actually did play some, uh, some money on the Wolverines on the over, even though I think the Buckeyes beat them and win the big 10 East. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm on the uh, shout out to Joe. Um, all right. Well, I made my case for Penn state. Yeah. Here's one point getting Purdue Hosting Minnesota and hosting uh, Northwestern, Northwestern out of the West is an amazing draw. That's what I'm Penn saying. State. They avoid going to Wisconsin or playing Wisconsin. They avoid Iowa. They avoid Nebraska, who is the odds second, yeah, odds wise, talented yeah, for sure. Yeah, second, second projected to be in second place according to Vegas. That's right. Um, but I, this is still the same team that lost to Illinois last year in uh, what nine over. But they're also the team that should have beat <laughs> Michigan. They had Michigan. They yeah. uh, they look like they had Michigan beat. They had Michigan dead to yeah. rights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I see it. I actually th- I took the under just because I do think they're going to lose the Auburn game on the plains, and I think between Michigan and Ohio State, they'll be the dogs in both of those, and that puts them at three losses. And then it really just comes down to the rest of the games on their schedule. And Penn State's been known to drop one, so I'm taking the under. But you're right. I think they're a sleeper. They I'm, are I'm on the over. I'm on the over with them. Um, and I, I'm on the over them and I think I might take Purdue. So if that tells you something, I think they're either going to get <laughs> one of them. They're either going to get Ohio state or Michigan. One of those wow. teams they're going to catch, get those yeah. Buckeyes, yeah. get those Buckeyes. Uh, all right. Well, let's hop over to the good old big 10 West. But before we do that, I want to tell you the college football experience, sec and big 10 conference previews are brought to you by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. 
We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. What is Odds Trader? You're probably wondering. Well, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare different sign-up codes, promo codes, uh, promos for what's promo codes, different signup codes and promotions is what I mean from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal possible. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day, weather for betters who make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker. So betters can keep records of uh, you know, all the games. If I think that's fantastic. If you're betting on like, if you're like me and betting like five different sports at the same time, fantastic. Get organized. Uh, go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's odds trader. The number one site for all your game day bets. All right. We are back talking big 10 football conference preview edition. Uh, so I was a bit surprised uh, looking at the big 10 West, the odds on favorite to win the division, Wisconsin plus one ninety, Nebraska plus 360, Iowa plus 400, Minnesota plus 450, Purdue plus 600. Illinois plus twenty eight hundred and uh, Northwestern plus eight thousand. There, why not? Why not a little sprinkle on Pat's uh, Fitzgerald's boys? I agree. Come on, they won it like two years ago. Or, they, oh, dude, sorry, they they won, won the it division. twice. They, no, they've Come won on. the division twice in in, in like the past five years. I'm hammering that over too. Boom. You send Patty Fitzgerald to Ireland to start the season. He's going to go get his lucky charms. He's coming back to the fucking United States and he's going to do what he does every time he has a shitty year rebound with the fucking division championship. That's right. You know what? You know what I find most amazing about this is what the fuck does Kirk Ferentz have to do? The Iowa Hawkeyes since 2020 have won 16 of 20 games, 16 of 20 games. They've appeared in the big 10 title game. They had a top 15 defense both years. And yet Iowa is unranked in both the AP and coaches poll. And they're returning like 90% of their fucking team. Seven, uh, seven, seven on offense, seven on defense. I think it is disrespectful. I think seven and a half is kind of crazy too. I think this team could easily be six and zero oh going into Ohio state. Pull up that schedule. Patty C. Uh, I'm going to pull it up, but just to 16 out of 20 over the last two years, that's 80%, 80% times 12 games is 9.6 victories. That's what their average has been over the past couple of years. And here they have them down at seven and a half. Once again, (laughs) in a COVID shortened season, getting slept on. Uh, Yeah. I mean, the fact that they're not ranked and, and I mean, when's the last, they haven't had a losing season since 2006, when they were six and seven, still went to a bowl game. Uh, They haven't had a true losing season since the year 2000 in 20 some years. I mean, uh, they, they, they have over seven wins almost every fucking year. They hit seven wins in their sleep. (laughs) Unfucking believable. Unfucking believable. Um, If you're looking at a Michigan state ticket over seven and a half or I would take it over seven and a half. I mean, who do you trust more? And by the way, who doesn't have to play well, actually, Iowa does play Michigan and Ohio State. That, that that's your one thing here. Is well, that one of them's the in east, Kinnick, though. From the east, Iowa gets Michigan at home and at Ohio State, which is pretty darn brutal. But do, do I need to bring up their non-conference is also brutal? Do I need to True. bring up the fact that Michigan has had a horrible, a horrible track record in Iowa City? All right. Well, I, I'm chalking that game up for the Hawkeyes. That's why I said they could be six and zero. I mean, I said they could be six and zero. Do I expect it? Maybe not, because that would mean beating Iowa State at home, beating Michigan at home, 
road trips at Rutgers at Illini. They should be able to handle that. Beating South Dakota State week one. Michigan hasn't beaten that game. I- could be closer. <laughs> have you seen a line for that game? Probably not yet, right? FCS, FBS. Dude, I mean, what dude. South Dakota State did what last year? They beat North Dakota State, the FCS national champion. I feel like pretty recently. They waxed Colorado State. Yeah. Dude, Michigan. Do Jackrabbits cover. If that's like a yes. uh, yes. 28 point spread. Oh, it's not going to be 28. No way, right? No way. They, Iowa can't 20? score 28 points. <laughs> right? Uh, Dude, Michigan hasn't won in Iowa City since 2001, since over 20 years ago. Wow. Now, obviously, they don't play every other year. But uh, there's still a decent amount divisional, there. but still, yeah, your your points there. I mean, especially the, the cross division shit didn't happen until later. I mean, some of those true. years they were playing every year. It's uh, going to be a three point game there. Who wins it? Yeah, we don't know yet. Yeah. But odds are that Iowa gets in there. Well, I'll tell you this. When you tell me like Michigan strength is their offensive line and that, that, you know, they're going to run the ball a lot and you're just sitting there. Like that's a perfect formula for Iowa to win because yeah. I was right into their yeah, hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I was shocked at, at having Nebraska. I'm an, you know me, I took Nebraska. I locked them up last year. I look like a fool and they're at their favorite ahead of Iowa. Whoa, Las Vegas. Relax. Relax. Um, I, I was shocked that was and Wisconsin. Hello, Graham Mertz sucks ass. Until I see him, <laughs> until I see him complete some passes, how can you put them as the favorite? Here's the thing, uh, not that it really affects the conference slate, but they do have a weak ass non-conference, and then kind of, I mean, they don't draw mission. That you chalk up the Ohio State road trip as a loss, but other than that. Getting Minnesota at home is huge. I guess uh, at Nebraska they do have to go to Michigan, Michigan State. That's what I'm saying. Even the Northwestern, Northwestern plays them good. You know the, the West Division is a complete yeah. Crap that, that's a, look between honestly between the SEC and the Big Ten. I found look the SEC West is fun because of you know how many good coaches are there, but it's kind of chalky and. I don't really find it that interesting. The only and even the Big Ten East, I'm sitting there like, well, Ohio State's kind of going to walk away with this thing. It seemed like, but Big Ten West, sign me up for every weekend. Uh, I know NC Nick hates the Big Ten West, but at least we don't know what's going to happen. Very true. It it is like the ACC Coastal. Let me ask you this: Uh, quarter is the West Big Ten West the worst division in all of college football for quarterback play? <laughs> Who do we got? Aiden O'Connell and Tanner Morgan might save them. Tanner Morgan, he's solid, but he's he's more game manager. What about Casey Thompson with Mark Whipple? Big question mark, right? Yeah, we don't but, know. But uh, you might you you have a decent point there. I'm trying to quickly think. I mean, well, go down the list: Spencer Petrus, Tanner Morgan. Stud, I think is dog. Tanner, Dog. <laughs> Spencer <Graham> Petrus, <laughs> dog. That, uh, fighting a line I quarterback. Is that I mean, v- Vedral me and break. Uh, is Vedral? No, Vedral's at uh, Rutgers. He's at Rutgers still. Yeah. No, no, no. He's uh, Satowski. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Satowski. That's Satowski's one. at Illinois. <laughs> okay. okay. They got to t- but Tommy DeVito slash Satowski. <laughs> Awful. Petrus. Spencer Petrus, Graham Mertz, uh, Halinski slash their other yeah. quarterback at Northwestern. This is fun. And this, this is good old fashioned football. This is what leads me. My my pick to win the Big Ten West. I'm going out on a limb. I'm tired of being chalky. Look at the spreadsheet. I got the Boilermakers and the best quarterback oh, wow. in the division pulling it out. Call me crazy. If they lose to Penn State week one, I might change my tune. But 
Tell me why Purdue can't win it, guys. Well, because I mean, they've never done it before. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but they do have a nice schedule. The way it aligns, I think getting Penn State week one and avoiding Ohio State and Michigan, huge. Yeah. yeah. Huge. And you get Penn State to come to to West Lafayette. However, I think we're sleeping on the Minnesota Golden Gophers, my friend, because they went back to the well, meaning they fired Mike Samford, the, a terrible offensive coordinator who Colorado thought, hey. Let's give this guy some money. Uh, but they went back to the well when they when they had a, uh, an elite offense, a top twenty offense, and they they hired their OC from then. And then that was what two two years ago. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Rashad Bateman. And then they went out and uh, well, they landed some nice pieces. I thought in the portal, especially on the on the line of scrimmage, and they get Muhammad Ibrahim healthy. Huge. And I, the defense was a, a top ten defense last year. I got the Gophers. I got the Gophers. I thought about the Big that Ten long West. and hard. I thought about the old Gophers. Look, the Gophers beat Purdue, Nebraska, and Wisconsin last year. So the only problem is that they lost to Bowling Green and the Fighting Illini at home, both of them. So they were very hit or miss. They this were year, injured as fuck, dude. They, they were, were absolutely depleted from an injury standpoint last year. That's why I like them this year. Only problem is they play at Nebraska and they finish the season at Wisconsin. Those are two tough road trips. Uh, they get Purdue at home, so it really depends on who do you think are the top two or three teams in the Big Ten West. Uh, they get Iowa at home. Uh, they avoid that's hard to say right now. They avoid Ohio State and Michigan. That's that's, that's key. Yeah. I think they can win at Michigan State. That's a big game too for them. I, I think they can win. Potentially at Penn State, I don't think they're going to get both, but I think they can win. Those are the, to me. They're like I wouldn't. Sh- I wouldn't be shocked if they won one of those. Um, and if you're looking at an over ticket because their their team total sits at at seven and a half, they should be three and zero out of conference. Well, I mean the bu- the game against the Buffs. Maybe watch they won, out. They won thirty to nothing in Boulder last year. Yeah, but they had Mike Sanford. Now now Colorado does so. <laughs> Talk to me. All right. We know Nick <laughs> hates football on the Great Plains, but cornfield football, can that be something Nick buys into? I mean, this is this is fun. I, I like the Big Ten West. It here. is a lot of fun. And I'm telling you, I'm probably gonna f- like when I picked Minnesota and I saw Nick pick Purdue, I said, Why the fuck am I not picking Iowa? <laughs> I go, I should take Iowa. Uh, I They're should take definitely, Iowa. <laughs> definitely the safer bet. But you know what? This is a division I don't care for. So let's have some fun. Let's let's pull a long shot, and I think Minnesota qualifies. I I, I know Purdue qualifies. Who does Patty C have winning the West? Chalky McChalkerson, um, Iowa. No, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Uh, what, well, when's the hey, last I mean, time Wisconsin won the West? So it's been a couple of years, man. I think they've kind of fallen. Was it nineteen? Maybe. Yeah, it's, well, that's my point. Well, is the like, thing is, it just like looked to me seasons. like Wisconsin had uh, a slightly easier. Path um, from a, a cross division standpoint, only getting Ohio State I, again, having to go to Michigan State. Maybe I didn't take that into consideration as heavily as I should, but um, also getting Minnesota at home, I thought was a nice little tiebreaker. Then again, they have to go to on the road or uh, at Iowa or ne- at Nebraska. I don't know. It's it's literally like you know picking picking a freaking. That's what's great is fish, at, what's at, the term there? Picking, yeah, fish in a barrel, man. Fish, in, fish a barrel. in a barrel. I don't know what that means. But. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Either. Um, uh, <laughs> dude, here's the thing. Under Graham Mertz, 
they have not been that good. You go back to 19. That's not Graham Mertz, dude. That's Jack. That's Patty C's boy, Jack Cohn, lawn chair, right. king of the world. All right. <laughs> and, and uh, I, until I see otherwise, I cannot take Graham Mertz. All right. Uh, you, you look at last year's wins, even there were some games where I, I thought, man, if th- this guy sucks, you know what I mean? Like um, he's holding them back. I mean, they beat army by six points. Now that game, I think, I think they were up 20 to seven at one point in that game. But uh, I don't know. I'm just not sold on on Mertz. I think Jim Leonard and that defense will be nasty, and 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 they ve- they're very well capable of of winning the Big Ten West because someone's going to win this they thing. Are. They but are. They also have a pretty damn tough schedule. So they have at Ohio State, and then they have two sets of back to back road games. The first is at Northwestern at Michigan State. The second at Iowa at Nebraska. Ooh, those are brutal road schedule. Their schedule well, schedule's tough, man. Well, especially because Northwestern gives them games at Ryan Field. I'm telling you, go look it up. They have a hard time with Northwestern at Ryan Field. So if you add in the other three, I don't know. I mean, look, it could be well, Iowa. Looking at our yeah. spreadsheet, me and Colby are both on the under, sitting at eight and a half for Wisconsin. Patty C's on the over. Honestly, I think they're gonna be right there. I think Wisconsin probably goes like eight and four or so, which is why I went under. I want to talk a little bit more Nebraska though, because here's another one where we have a difference. Colby's on the over. Die hard annual, like Bruce Willis, annual, buddy. Annually, <laughs> <laughs> me and Patty C are on the under. And look, I know everybody's saying all the close losses. Uh, new quarterback Mark Whipple. First off, how how quickly can that come together? Whipple's never coached. Well, it, do, it doesn't need to come that quickly because their schedule is yeah. kind of soft. Schedule's I think kick, they're going to well, be six and zero oh to uh, start the season, buddy. So how they improved the special teams? Look at these stats. I pull these up. Yeah, Nebraska. The, some of the players are gone. <laughs> Nebraska was 13th in the Big Ten in field goal percentage last year. They were 12th in punting average. They were 12th in kickoff return average, and they were dead last in punt return average. The worst special teams by far. All aspects. No, not even in the Big Ten. In America. All right. Yes. I'm talking high school. I'm it's talking that. ankle biters. I'm talking about every form of football I've ever fucking seen in my life. That also, was the worst were, special teams. And if you look at the defense, they were 12th in the big 10 in sacks and they only forced 12 turnovers on the whole year. You know what uh, though? You know what though? And this is my point. Exactly. Sometimes it doesn't matter if you're like, I think last year's team might be a better actual football team than this year's team, but this schedule's genius. This schedule is all that matters in college football. That's why I've been saying college football is a pyramid scheme for a long time. Look, if they beat Oklahoma, which I actually think they can beat Oklahoma, I think Oklahoma is a little bit overrated coming into the season. Um, where's the for, where's the for sure loss in the first six games? And that builds momentum and that builds craziness. And you've seen it with with Indiana in 2020. Every reference to 2020 in Indiana. But I, I it's fully, really not out of the realm of possibilities to think of them nine and zero going into Michigan. Yeah, <laughs> it is possible. <laughs> Come on, man! Tommy Frazier playing quarterback. All right. <laughs> Casey is, Frazier, uh, Corey Schlesinger at fullback. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, Dean Steincooler and Zach Wiegert. Uh, they could lose. They could lose to Northwestern in Ireland week one. I'm definitely taking the points. Colby, tell me. Tell me you're laying 12 and a half or whatever it is. I can tell, tell you this. Doing it. I can tell you this. When people hit me up this offseason and, and it was at 14, I said, give me Northwestern. At 12? 12 and a half? Give me Northwestern. Well, starting to day. have concerns. To, to be fair, how, how many games do you think Vegas at this point has them favored in in the first nine games of the season? 
versus Northwestern in Ireland. We already oh, know so. yeah. Nebraska double favorite. digit favorite. Guys, hold on. I was at the Northwestern game last year. It was fifty five to seven. Nebraska won. That. So anyway, continue on, Pat. Uh, hosting North Dakota, they'll be favored by double digits. Hosting Georgia Southern, double digit they'll favorite. be favored. Hosting oh, Oklahoma. I think that okay. lines out right now. But Oklahoma is only a three point favorite. Only a yeah. three point yeah. favorite. Okay. Hosting Indiana, double digit favorite. Going to Rutgers. Easily a favorite, I'd probably say nine, or digit. Ten, nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. At, home, home against Illinois, what, double digit. Probably. Wow, wow! Do don't forget uh, that trip to West Lafayette, buddy. That's true. That that one Purdue will be favored probably by Slightly. a field goal, maybe. No, probably less because if if they're doing Penn State, but uh, if they just do what they're supposed to and then can pull two minor upsets according to Vegas, then they I'll, will be nine and zero going into Michigan. It's not going to happen. Per- Purdue won in Lincoln last year, twenty-eight, twenty-three. Yeah, but uh, now uh, Adrian Martinez <laughs> threw four picks. It's about to say. So <laughs> Nebraska probably outgained it by four hundred yards and lost the game. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting uh, to watch. Man. No, actually, uh, it was a damn close. And if you look at total yards, they only outgained it by fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. when you when you when you lose a turnover battle four to nothing. Yeah. yeah. Well that, honestly that honestly that's the best thing they got going for him. Look, and I'm an Adrian Martinez guy, but holy fuck. I mean, the miss you can go look at all those games. And you're like, dude, how do you fumble right there? How do you fumble right there? You, the game is won against Michigan and you fumble this thing and give them life. It's just uh uh it, it might be addition do. by subtraction though for the Cornhuskers, if you know what I mean. Uh Ouch. Make a case for uh, the Illini. <laughs> uh, I'll make a case for them to go over four and a half wins. How about that? DeVito. All right. DeVito who has a chance to get over four. Who has a better chance to get over four and a half? And let me ask you this. Are they actually different people? Greg Schiano and Brett Bielma at their respective jobs. Yeah. Are they yes, the exact I saw, same? I, look, I, Brett Bielma has that photo where he's like in, in like Cabo. With like a fucking yeah. like a cocktail, like he's f- just looks fat as shit. He just had like just threw back a yeah, fucking cocktail. Different different yeah. styles, but the the product they bring to the field is just run the ball and play defense. He went on a diet since that photo too. I can tell. Hey, look, you know, sorry, like, yeah. in, in year one he won five games. That's true. So you but tell, I think you tell me he he can't replicate that at least and hit an over. Last year he beat Nebraska week zero. They and out of conference they beat Charlotte, Penn State in that crazy overtime game. And then he beat Minnesota and Northwestern. Now, obviously that's not that great. They, there are some bad losses shut out by Wisconsin, 24, nothing, but there's some close games too. Only lost by four at Purdue lost by three at Maryland, uh, lost by six to Rutgers to 10 by 10 at Iowa. They were in almost every game last year. UVA whipped their ass. Yeah. But I don't know that UVA is going to whip their ass this year in champagne without Mendenhall and Robert and I, yeah. you know, coaching them up. I Look, mean, the quarterback situation is awful. We've established that. I don't know how they're going to get their wins, but I think they can hit five again because I do believe in Bielma building the offensive dude, and defense. Line. Wy- Wyoming's getting 10 and a half. What? Uh, who's making that line? Am yeah. I crazy? <laughs> Am I crazy? Arthur they're Schitowski. the same fucking team. They're should the same never team. be favored by 10 and a half. It should points. be a fucking pick. You know what I mean? Like they're both going to run the hell. Is a lot of people though. I'm torn on that game, honestly. Like, I don't. I think. I think the fight. The fighting line. I win. I think Wyoming could cover, but 
I mean, look at and and they also have Chattanooga on the schedule. So it, if they can knock off those two teams, you got at two wins. And yeah, looking at the schedule, it's not easy to to pick out wins. But it wasn't last year either when they beat Penn State or Minnesota. So I don't feel great about it. But I'm going the over on the Fighting line now. I think they can at least match their amount of wins. Who did they year. get from the East last year? Because this year I'm looking at Michigan, well, Michigan State. State. Michigan they lost to Maryland and they lost to Rutgers. That that's the difference is they had Maryland and Rutgers uh, last. Well, shit. They lost to Maryland too. They went one and two in those games. So <laughs> that's they true. One and two. That's true. <laughs> well, <laughs> if I'm just looking at the number of games straight up that I expect them to win and the number of games I expect them to lose, I expect them to win about four games. I expect them to lose about eight figure. They lose some that they shouldn't uh, lose, win some that they shouldn't win. Wash it out. Four and eight seems to be where I think. That's why I'm on the under. Let me ask they you this: Take us to four and zero. Oh. They, they could. Let me ask you this: <laughs> Let me ask you this: Is Tommy DeVito an upgrade over Brandon Peters slash no. Arthur Sitowski? No, DeVito's <laughs> awful. I watched enough Syracuse football. At least he's, he's got some mobility, though. Like he might be able to run for a couple first downs. First downs are like touchdowns for for Illinois. Didn't Rutgers uh, hold them to seven? Oh, sorry, Patty. GBO Farms, what's up, man? We'll we'll get to the SEC here shortly. Um, either way, I had a hard time with Illinois. I'll be honest. That was my hard. Like, like I feel pretty good about everybody else. At I mean, as good as you can feel with the Big Ten West, but. Illinois was the one where I was like, eh, I guess, you know, I, I, I feel like I could really, like if, if you told me Colby pick the one you're going to be flat out wrong with, I would easily say Illinois would be my first vote. All right. Uh, so what's our, what's our favorite plays team total wise in the West? Uh, for, for, well, first off, I, I, I like Minnesota at plus four fifty, and I know you took Purdue at plus 600 just from looking at it from odds to win the big 10 West. You, why aren't you playing those guys? Like, I, I feel like, I feel like that, like Minnesota's odds to win the, the, the big 10 West, in my opinion, if I were setting these are just as good as Wisconsin's. So I think this is, I think this is the year to take a long shot in the big 10 West agreed. Uh, but as far as like what win total. So I, obviously we picked Michigan as the one we like met best in the big 10 East big 10 West. The one that I like is best 600 really. Uh, a long shot or 600 to one, really a long shot compared to uh, or not 600, to 60 one. to Six, one. 60 yeah. To one. Yeah. I mean, that's, re- that's, that's pretty good. That's great odds. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, which one do I feel best about? I think you got to go Iowa. Iowa they, they never have. They never have. I mean, very rarely look at these regular seasons. I'm looking at 10 and four, six and two, but it was a COVID year, right? 10 and three. Nine and four, eight and five, eight and five, twelve and two. You'd have to go back to 2014 for the last time the under would have hit. I like Northwestern over two. Uh out of the West, I like Iowa on the over. I think we got it. Iowa's yeah. the most consistent, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I I think uh I think that's the only one I really feel really great about. I like the Minnesota one. I think they're gonna do it. I think I mean I don't know all these teams. It's fucking hilarious. They have four teams with seven and a half win total. Um, <laughs> Not all four are going to hit that over. <laughs> uh, Colby, and Colby went over on all four of them. So you think this is really going to be like? Well, you went over on most of these teams. Not Wisconsin and not Illinois. All right, I was like Mertz sucks ass. 
<laughs> and uh, Devito sucks ass. And Pet- Petrus is a legend, a lawn chair legend. Uh, that's the best part about it is Iowa doesn't need it. Like I feel like Wisconsin, you need to be like like Wisconsin's had some bad quarterbacks, but they like Cohn was just good enough. Yeah. Like Petrus is like the same as Mertz, but Iowa still wins. It's it's fascinating. It's fascinating. It's almost, it's fascinating. Yeah, it's almost, uh, we almost know that they play Iowa way better defense. <laughs> they have a way more aggressive. De- Actually, Leonard has a pretty That's damn aggressive. I just think they're they're great at special teams. Maybe that yeah. is. That. Yeah. Look, my Wisconsin fans or friends out there that that all like Wisconsin, they always tell me, dude, Paul Christ, worst special teams every year, and I'm like. Well, Nebraska, no, Scott Frost Nebraska. made him. Yeah, Scott Frost <laughs> made him look like a fucking angel last year. Uh, but um, yeah, so uh, so most overrated team in the conference, guys. I I'm curious your thoughts. Uh, I said Nebraska. I mean, seven and a half wins for a team that won three last year. Say no more. And they it's haven't had a good. They haven't had like a winning season in a while. Pretty black and white to me. That is overrated as shit. I went, I went even higher. Oh, I went with go? a team with an eight and a half total Penn State uh, because I'm not buying Clifford. Uh, and and they play in the tougher East. I don't see Penn State making that much noise this year. I went Michigan State just because my theory. But I, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I kind of think I should pick Wisconsin too. <laughs> yeah. I just that, feel like that, why why is Wisconsin's win total set higher? I think they should be seven and a half too. Yeah, every right? the entire the yeah. entire <laughs> division should be seven and a half wins. <laughs> uh, anyway, I got Ohio State and Michigan playing in the in the Big Ten championship. No, no, you have Ohio State, and Minnesota. I'm sorry. What did I say? What did Ohio I say? State, Michigan. Yeah, I meant Minnesota. Sorry, Evan Williams is saying hello. Yeah. <laughs> when I mean, they do away with divisions, yeah. you will have Ohio State, Michigan. <laughs> there we go. In the championship every, every it, year, it just should, like they should be in the championship, right? Mostly, yes. Pretty much. Um, Patty, who you got? Here's a little curveball for you guys: Michigan versus Wisconsin. <laughs> So I feel like that's your all time dream every every year. <laughs> I love like Smash Mouth football. Oh, I love yeah. that. I mean, that is a great game. Let's be honest. That's a fun one. And Wisconsin's given it to Michigan a bunch lately. Uh, who, win, who wins let's, by let's more? Clarify. Can, let's clarify. Patty C. Michigan beats Ohio State in the horseshoe. Michigan beats Ohio State in the horseshoe. Two years I'm in a row. All not right. convinced. You know, the the it's easy to see a tide turn. Dial that one up for me. But uh, yeah, I think that I'm not convinced about Ohio State's defense. It's yet. easy to see a tide turn. I'll tell you this, and with Ohio State getting all the press, like they're they're writing them in the national championship, they're writing them in the college football playoff. It's almost like Michigan didn't beat them last year and beat them decisively. Right. And look, Ohio State looked very iffy at, in a lot of games in the Minnesota game, in the uh, Tulsa game, Oregon waxed Oregon them. Game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they looked iffy in a lot of games last year too, but. And that offense is dangerous. People assume that the weather is going to be fine this year, but I feel like Ohio State, <laughs> Michigan, it's usually kind of cold and dreary out. Yeah, you know, if we get that but, again, dude, it, they're like two hours apart, so it's not like, <laughs> yeah. Well, Michigan it, it, has yeah. built their team to play in cold weather more so than Ohio State has. Yeah, yeah, and in Columbus, I mean, they're going to get the same weather as Ann Arbor, so sure, that could affect. I, I do think part of Michigan's success last year was. The, the inclement weather slowed down Ohio State. Yes, sure. it, it could yes. again this well, year. Definitely. And Ohio State didn't want to play Smash Mouth football from a, even Very on the, the defensive side of the ball. Uh, they go down, they recruit Florida, they get they recruit Texas, they're throwing the ball all around, and then they forget. Hey, we got to play in Ann Arbor this November. It doesn't always work out. 
It Not, works out most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> you were on. I, I was I was completely off on Michigan last year. I'll give you credit so, there, Patty C. Uh, thank you, sir. So my championship, and I allude, kind of alluded to this: Ohio State versus Purdue. Look, you know, we're we're about to go into the SEC where things are going to get very, very, very chalky. Why not have some fun with a long shot? Go Boilermakers and the best quarterback in uh, obviously the West. But how about the whole freaking what? conference except for CJ? Ah, I was I was waiting. Look, I made this case to Patty C because the Big Ten's a bunch of whores and and they don't understand that this the, the like they are the Big Ten and you should be playing at Soldier Field and Lambeau and rotating the Big Ten championship between those two every fucking year. Colby, don't look at the chat. It's just going to anger you. Well, let me tell you this, buddy. Let me tell you this. The Big Ten West gets their ass kicked in these fucking dome games against Ohio State and against Michigan because their speed is better. Yes. Purdue is like the one team that I think could actually be efficient in the dome. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yes. Maybe, maybe a little bit of Minnesota, but those two never end up there. You know what kills me about Purdue, though? So, and, Obviously, I'm high on them. So they lost David Bell and Jackson and throughout the, the their two leading receivers. Then they had so they they expect Milton Wright to step up. He is academically ineligible. If this was the SEC, they don't know how to spell academically ineligible. <laughs> what the hell is that shit? Get the man on the field. I don't care what 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 his grade is in his history class. Come on. Yeah. TJ Finley wasn't just like evading police. They're like, he's locked up the starting job. He's locked up the starting job. Uh, well, Colby, if you looked at chat, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, GBO Farms. Is he just trying to get me fucking riled up? Is he just trying to get me fucking riled up? Trolling. All right. Expert trolling job. Listen, I'll there. go down to those fucking pontoon boats in Nashville. Or, no, I'm sorry, Knoxville. Knoxville. Ooh. Evan Williams talking. All right. And and look, why don't you guys schedule East Carolina? Stop being a bunch of pussies. All right, we want that action. All right, we want that smoke. All there right? we go. <laughs> I like it. I, I was going to say, uh, speaking of uh, Purdue wide receivers, um, that is a reason that Aiden O'Connell may be actually the top quarterback in the NF or in the uh, Big Ten this year. I know, obviously, numbers wise, that's not going to be the case. But look at what Ohio State quarterbacks have done at the next level. Not always that much. Mike Tomzek. Um, he was, he, got, he, he was, was a legend. Joe Germain. <laughs> he was on the '85 Bears, right? Or no? I think he came after. Uh, Ryan Hoyer <laughs> played for the Eagles for a couple of years. As a Steelers fan, Tom Zach put me through hell there for a while. Th- he said Brian Hoyer, Bobby Hoying, but, Brian Brian Hoyer, still playing football, buddy. And I, he got some chips on the uh, on the Pats, I think, a couple of those years. Um, Sorry, that, that's the uh, Jameson talking. There yeah. you go, uh, folks. <laughs> I think I think uh, the Big Ten West is going to be a bundle of fun. Sign me up for the Big Ten West. Big Ten East, talk to me uh, when it's Thanksgiving and I'll watch the. Uh, <laughs> who wins by more? Wisconsin against New Mexico State, Ohio State against Arkansas State, or Michigan by uh, against Hawaii? Michigan, Hawaii. I agree. I agree. You think they're just gonna Hawaii's run gonna for six hundred yards on them? Dude, they're gonna be so fucking terrible this year. Those are all gonna be awful games. No, Jerry Kill, baby. Mexico State, <laughs> newest addition. By the way, I don't know if you guys saw this. New Mexico State is applying for a membership in the Big Ten. They're gonna leave the SEC. They're playing. <laughs> there we go. They're playing at Minnesota and at Wisconsin this year. <laughs> Shout out to the Big Ten, starting to take a page from Alabama. Uh, all right. 
we're going to talk SEC in a second here, but I got to get us paid and I'm going to stop uh, for in a second. Uh, once we, once we do the ad read to transition into part two, the B side. So if you catch a five second pause, that is us switching for podcast sake. If you're all watching on YouTube, just stay tuned. We got all this shit coming for you. So, all right. I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience, big 10 and sec preview is brought to you by run your pool. Look, run your pool is the home of competition, bringing sports fans in their social circles together to compete, to connect and make every game matter more. They say the sec in the sec, they say it matters more. Run your pool says, fuck you. All right. They say it matters more there. All right. <laughs> uh, no run your pool offers every type of game under the sun from pick them to survivor to fantasy pools. It is a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features uh, that you really don't get anywhere else. Um, and check this out. We've teamed up with run your pool. We're going to be hosting our own uh, SGPN NFL survivor contest free to enter hop in right now to reserve your spot. $500 cash plus a $250 gift card to the winner. Sign up today at play.runyourpool.com slash SGP. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I know I do. They just passed 4 million, million users, all right? You can take your Woodstock 69 and get out of here. 4 million users, all right? And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their brand new over under game. This thing's fantastic. You can choose uh, two or more players in any sport you like. And you pick the over under based on their stat projection. And if you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in with the NFL season, right around the corner. Sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience. Patty C uh, look on your mobile phone right now. Join our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's sleeper.com slash SGP and you'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. All right, and I'm gonna pause real quick for s- station identification, guys. There you go. 